Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Good morning, Kicksters. Welcome to the Morning Kick, and it's Thursday, and you're already kind of getting prepared for the weekend, aren't you? Really? You've got all the ideas. It seems that I think we're a little bit more precious about our weekends than we were before. The idea that the borders are opening on the 10th of July in Queensland, that's a good thing. Great that we were able to talk to Nathan Shocker on Tuesday, uh, on Wednesday, I should say, and look at the localasqld.com.au, this new initiative from all the Chamber of Commerces, encouraging us to buy local, to get involved in uh, travelling and tourism for local as well. So make sure that you start your plans. Take an esky, as they said when the bushfires were happening. Go out to some of the country towns. Make sure that you invest in our local businesses. Well, one of the things we wanted to do on the morning kick was uh, talk about how small businesses can flourish. And very shortly, we're going to be talking to Paula Brand from Small Business Expos. But just a little bit of an update on what has been happening with the Small Business Adaption Grant from the Queensland Government. Now, if you go to the Excite Media website, then you're going to be able to find out all the information just by going to the website and clicking on the green ribbon that's at the top. Clicking on that will take you through to our Queensland Adaption Grant page. It actually has a little survey that helps you find out if you qualify. A bit of an opening uh, and update on what's been happening. Absolutely incredible that overnight, just from opening at 9am yesterday, the Southeast Queensland component has been basically subscribed by 100%. Now that doesn't mean it's closed. They're actually saying just below here that it still remains open. They realize that some of the applications aren't going to be successful. So it is still open, but I think you've got a small amount of time left to get your application in. Now remember on this round two, there were still 10,000 grants of $10,000, but they split it evenly 50-50 between Southeast Queensland and regional Queensland. And you'll notice on this page that the regional Queensland progress is only funded up to 42%, 2,232 applications are in. So if you are a regional business in Brisbane, or sorry, in Queensland, and if you know somebody that is in regional business across Queensland, encourage them to get onto it. Google Queensland Government Adaption Grant, or go to the Excite Media website, find all the details and get your application in. That's what it's there for. Well, this morning, we're very pleased that we're going to be able to welcome to the show Paula Brand from Small Business Expos. Paula, thank you for joining us this morning from morning. the wonderful warm Miami on the Gold Coast. What is it like this morning? Is it is it warm? Is it cold? Is the breeze coming in? Oh, the most important thing is surf is really flat, so don't bother. <laughs> it's a flat day today. That's how we look at the Gold Coast. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, the weather forecast, it's not about the sun in the sky, it's about, is there actually anything above a one metre wave this morning? Yeah, <laughs> getting the important things right. 
Paul, I'm really pleased to have you on the show. We wanted to talk about what's been happening with Small Business Expos because it's a great opportunity to get your business out into the market. And you've been doing this since 2014. Can you give us a bit of background? How did you actually get started in the, the idea of doing expos around Queensland? Sure. Well, I think the most important thing was I was a small business owner and I have been in economic development for 27 years. So uh, in 12 industry sectors across Queensland. So from my perspective, uh, economic development is extremely important. Um, the event is just the platform. And so from my perspective, when I had my own business, uh, it was a computer repair company, I felt extremely invisible. And this, this we have to remember, this was the time pre-Facebook marketing and um, and there was a time and uh, you know from that perspective um, I was classed as an invisible business um, my business was mobile and uh, and I didn't have a shop front so we researched this uh, sector of the market with University of Queensland six years ago and really found six years ago that there was a shift to home base there was a shift to out of shop fronts and we spent six years telling the um, governments uh, that this was the case and uh, six years later of course COVID-19 um, you know that shift as well and truly happened so so the expos uh, uh, became pop-up shop fronts for uh, invisible businesses and it is that today and uh, and also we found that that market sec sector which is about 25 to 30 percent of our small businesses so it's quite significant um, really were the ones not having not being able to have a say they weren't necessarily engaged in uh, official member-based organisations. They were just getting on and doing business. Um, and it what doesn't mean that they were tremendously successful on their own. So for me, it was about connecting them together, giving them the skills because we train everybody um, and making sure that they're um, being uh, stepping up in front of their business, particularly for women, um, and uh, and really having very solid sales conversations. So this is a sales um, program where uh, we train people in how to sell from an exhibition stand and then we run the expo. So it's not a, a flaky social event. It is absolutely there to generate sales leads. It's very interesting when you say that because people will be saying, does my business suit going to a small business expo? And let's have a very quick look at uh, what it looks like if you were to attend. And if you go to the Small Business Expo's website, you'll see a lot of great photos of the events taking place. Paula, is it actually suited to B2B, businesses selling to business? I like the idea that people are going to be resourced and trained because some of us actually don't know how to sell, do we? We know how to create, we yeah. know how to make, we know how to service, but selling, I oh, don't know about that. Look, I think the most one of the key reasons small businesses do fail is the lack of sales skills. So um, that's what we teach in our pre-expo workshops. It's a, it's included in the fee, um, but we also provide the scripts and the and and the other area that um, business really doesn't do well in um, is follow up. 
of sales of the sales process so it's all great to turn up at an expo do a great job and then actually do absolutely nothing with those sales leads and um australian businesses are renowned for that so we actually are our own worst enemy when it comes to generating um leads and and business for our uh for our businesses and you know obviously to feed our families so um it's not always anybody else's fault it's actually our own um so from that perspective um you know, the the experts are there for all businesses, but how we define businesses are you have businesses in 5K radiuses um, that are quite localised. Then you have businesses uh, in a 20K radius, which, you know, they're spreading across their uh, products and services. Online businesses obviously fit in that, mobile businesses. And then we have our Southeast Queensland, Queensland businesses, um, and, and they're just as important. So the term local, shop local, and local businesses, I think it's wrong because we have a microcosm of businesses represented at our expos, and that's how business is. You can't just say, well, that's a local business. Well, what do you mean by that? Because actually local to different people means different things and different regional uh, barriers. One of the things I like is that you've got resources that people can tap into there. And the, the expos are spread across the regions. I think you have had five regions and going to six very shortly. Can you give us a bit of an idea of how spread the expos are and how regularly they occur? Yep, so last year we ran six, uh, six expos and we go from Toowoomba right up to uh, Moray Field, right down to Tweed. So we, we, we reach that area and generally each, um, so from, from the Toowoomba region, it's extremely different to, um, to the one on the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast is our oldest expo. And um, so from that perspective, we also work with all levels of government in each region as well. So uh, we are uh, supported by federal government in those regions, uh, the, some councils, not all councils, um, because they have different uh, economic strategies. And, um, and, and basically, we put the expos on uh, on behalf of 65 business industry groups and sponsors and, uh, and governments that we are involved with. So it's quite a large network. It's the largest uh, business Expo program in Australia and um, and with the largest amount of stakeholders involved. So um, the whole thing is put on for businesses to take advantage of. Now, one of the blog articles that I saw, Paula, was on the front page at smallbusinessexpos.com.au. And it's about the 10 benefits of joining Expo. I'd encourage anybody to go and have a read. But also you've got available a Facebook page with over five and a half thousand businesses that are actually involved here. So we can keep up to date, seeing all the dates that are coming up. We noticed the Moreton Bay region one being promoted here, and that's for 2020. You mentioned Business and Jobs Expo. Can you just walk us through where the jobs component comes into the expos? Yeah. So uh, federal government has in the past run jobs expos. Um, however, Education training is, is part of my background, quite significantly so. So from my perspective, there's no point in running a jobs expo if there's no business actually going to employ them. So for me, um, it was a no-brainer to put the two together. Um, my particular focus on the jobs expo is the fact of our newly unemployed uh, post-COVID-19. And a lot of those newly unemployed 
are small business owners who are not able to get their businesses up and going and growing again. So from my perspective, we don't want them to be long-term unemployed. We want to make sure that they get off the merry-go-round of, um, you know, what is unemployment and be either retrained or redirected into new employment. So we have people running around saying unemployment rates, unemployment rates, unemployment rates. But the fact of the matter is, if we got our small businesses up and going again, and if they employed one person, one person, whether it's under a traineeship or what kind of funding, um, we actually would significantly lower our unemployment rates. So it's not up to government for us, for the, you know, us to wait for this magic wand of employment. It's actually up to small businesses. 93% of us run the country for business. Amazing, and it? we actually yep. have to do this ourselves. So this is the point where we're waiting for government to be responsible for us. It's actually a load of crap. We have to be responsible for ourselves and we have to work together and we have to provide those employment opportunities. So this is, I believe, why federal government probably wants to talk to me at 10.30, um, the way forward because it gives two sides of the coin. That's brilliant. Paula, Paula, I want to ask you what next? Um, how can I actually get involved? And one of the things that I noticed when I was on uh, your Facebook page was this subsidised expo stands and things that are happening. Yep. Uh, what is the way in which that a small business can actually get involved in the next small business expo near them or even to travel? Because obviously it's around um, southeast Queensland. It's all within reach. How do I do the next thing to get involved? Well, the, the fully funded stands are, up, are, are put up by myself. Um, I think we've got all up 120 stands. Um, so when you do your sums at four, $439 each, um, that's a lot of money that we're, we're assisting businesses. So um, apart, and I will add the Moreton Bay Regional Council uh, has is funding uh, in their region a 110 stands for their expos. So um, it does change region for region because different levels of government fund us in different ways. But overall, uh, that's our commitment to businesses who have been completely decimated by um, COVID-19. So whether you've had your staff stripped, you're in hibernation, um, you've got ex you know extreme financial stress for the family. So small business, we are so considered a statistic but in actual fact, I always like to call it family business because that's actually um, what we're all about, that, you know, you're feeding families. Um, so I put those stands up because I my expos actually were stopped um, at the start of COVID-19 and I felt the absolute extreme stress. So I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if I can help um, businesses and families move forward, then that is the ultimate goal of what the expos are all about. They've never been million dollar ventures. Um, they have been there over the last six years supporting 20,000 businesses, generating 20,000 leads supporting 30 charities. And so this is our time to help businesses. We just ask you to be genuine. And if you, you know, you really need to stand, they're there to uh, apply for. 
Paula, one of the things I've loved about this interview has been your absolute enthusiasm. And I'm trying to get my head around why are you so passionate about it? And my mind goes to the fact that you've been running these expos for six years and you've probably seen the results. I guess you're actually seeing the people that you've connected with, the um, the stories that they've told of the change in their business from coming to an expo. Are there any that spring to mind for you, some kind of good news stories that have come along the way or, or people that keep coming back expo after expo? Um, well, we don't love them to always come back because then that would be a bit boring having the same, <laughs> same exhibitors. So so expos are all about flow, um, just like a shopping centre, right? So from that perspective, um, what I love to see is people um, stepping up to front their business, particularly home-based businesses who have only been talking to the cat or the pot plant um, and, and really... Um, you know, having a 1,500 sales calls in six hours is actually a skill. And to teach people a new skill and to see them implement it and to see them follow the process and to see them get results and then use those skills forevermore, for me, skills transfer is really important. So it's more than just an expo event. It is, you know, a training platform as well. But the most important thing is I still think in this country, small business is undervalued and um, they are so invisible still, you know. Councils and a lot of councils had to take notice of small business post-COVID-19 and particularly one in particular who had no economic strategy for small business for 10 years. No wow. budget, no sponsorship, no grants, nothing. And then they realised that we couldn't pay our rates and you know, we're going to fall over, then and only then did they start to actually create a plan for small business. So as far as I'm concerned, there is so far we still have to go to get the proper recognition of small business that that's why we will continue doing, apart from the fact that you are right, it is painful. <laughs> to put um, expos on and put 65 sponsors in the right direction. Um, we're still going to do it. I love it. And although they were late to the party, you're not. And I hope that you'll continue to give that enthusiasm as we launch ourselves out of COVID-19. Paula, it's been absolutely brilliant to get to know you, you, get the sense of what the Small Business Expos are about. Keep in mind, you can find out more by going to Paula's website, smallbusinessexpos.com.au, and check out their Facebook page as well, where you can be connected with, with any of the announcements that are coming up. We'll look forward to catching up on maybe some announcements in the future. Thanks very much, Paula. Been brilliant. Well, that's another edition of The Morning Kick. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Now, next week, we've got a couple of great shows lined up for Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we're going to be having Carolyn Ferrando back. Now, you may remember that she was on the show a little while ago talking about social media. We had a bit of a technical hitch, so we've invited Carolyn back for another show next Tuesday. And then on Thursday, I'd really encourage you to tune in. We're going to be finding out about a travel agency launching in the middle of COVID-19. This is a travel agency that Excite Media has been working with on a new website, new digital marketing strategy, and even in the middle of all the situation where travel has been locked down and planes have been parked, they're preparing for the future. It's a great story about two guys that have launched into this industry. That'll be Thursday on The Morning Kick. Look forward to seeing you then and telling you more about the inspiration and resources that can help to grow your business.